Hey, before we get started today, I wanted to mention that today's show is sponsored by Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work, but you know, what's easy bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com. That's Geico.com. And we thank Geico for sponsoring this very special edition of Arn. And we hope you're enjoying Arn revisiting his formative years in the wrestling business as much as we are. Let's let the good times roll. Thanks to Geico. Dropping in this week to update you on a happening over at adfreeshows.com. Yes, I'm sure you've heard of it by now, but what you may not be aware of is Conversations with Conrad, a special series hosted by the podfather himself that includes wrestling royalty, key decision makers in the wrestling business that rarely sit down for interviews but our guy Conrad, he sprinkles that magic dust and is getting it done. And if you haven't heard last week, part one with Jerry Jarrett was made available exclusively at adfreeshows.com. Check out a sneak peek. Jerry, I've run across a guy down here who plays bass guitar, but he's the, got the best looking body I've ever seen. Long blonde hair. Now he's getting a little thin, but you can dress him up. But if you can make a wrestler out of him, you can make a fortune. So I said, send him up. So sign up now to hear it all over at adfreeshows.com and get caught up now because part two is on the way next week. Plus, you'll gain access to the exclusive sit-down interviews Conrad has already conducted with both Jim Hurd and Jim Crockett. It's hours of content you won't find anywhere else, available on both audio and video, not just a Zoom screen either. It's fully produced video with pictures and images of the stories that are being told. So sign up today and begin enjoying all the perks of your membership immediately over at adfreeshows.com. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. You ever hear some of my commercials and think to yourself, ah, that sounds too good to be true. That's probably malarkey. Here's the deal, man. It's real. I've got two, two small children. And, and by the time we have the house paid off, that'll be about the time they're going into college just for peace of mind. And just uh, reassurance. I thought it was, it was time to, uh, to give Conrad and his team a call. Holly was, she was amazing. She was always, um, open to, to my text and emails, returning my phone calls. Um, she really just made the whole process a lot easier than I even thought it was going into it. All said, we are going to end up saving somewhere upwards of around $58,000. Like I said, I've got two small children. Um, just having that peace of mind that, you know, I know that they're going to be taken care of. It's, it's about as easy of a process that I've ever gone through. You're not going to find a better team and a better experience than with Conrad and his team over there. We're routinely helping wrestling fans around the country just like you save tens of thousands of dollars. How much can you save? Find out right now for free at savewithconrad.com.
Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to Arn. And of course, we couldn't do it without the Hall of Famer himself, the creator and the founder of the Four Horsemen and the Spinebuster. He is the enforcer. He's double A. He's Arn Anderson. Arn, how are you, man? Well, times are a changing, aren't they? Yeah. At, I mean, at, attitudes are a changing. I'm wondering if I need to hold my hands up because I know you're packing heat right now. So no, no, I, no. I may be carrying a little heat, but I don't know. Okay. Who knows? You know, old people, you can only push them so far and they get dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's been fun watching you on Wednesday night on dynamite. Of course, if you've been under a rock, scoot over to boxagimmicks.com, See one of the hottest wrestling shirts around. Arn is now known for the spine buster and the Glock. So, uh, now we know why you named your son Brock. It rhymed with Glock. And, uh, I guess when you go to these shows, Brock and Glock are riding shotgun with you, huh? I did not name him Brock because <laughs> of that. It's incorrect. And Glocks are purely as long as everybody gets it are defensive mechanisms sure. only. So, but it has, uh, you know, there's been some attitude changes necessary. Mine for one to begin with Cody's for another. And, uh, we're starting to get a little different feel, uh, when we talk and, uh, strategize and we'll see, it's going to be very, very interesting the next month. No doubt. It's going to be an interesting month. Check it out every Wednesday night on TNT. You know, we've heard Arn say that, uh, wearing a fedora back in the day was heat. Well, heat with me is not going to geico.com. What are you waiting for? You're throwing your money away and you can save when you bundle at geico.com. But today we're going back to March of 1986. Uh, man, I love talking about the good old days with you. And of course, every weekend, we not only got the TBS show, but a whole bunch of syndicated shows. Let's jump right into it. We've got some words here from Dusty and Baby Doll, where they talk about when the horsemen attack Dusty. Let's take a listen. Dusty Rhodes, it's really good to see you here. I know another vicious attack at the hands of Ric Flair. Well, Tony Schiavone and any endeavor that you go out on in this world of wrestling, as Tully Blanchard and James J. Dillon so firmly put it, there is a certain risk involved. But Ric Flair... You should have really got it done this time. I mean, whatever you were planning, whatever you were doing, I'm standing here. I'm a little sore. I'm standing right here looking at you. I'll show you again the vicious attack of the world's heavyweight champion, Nature Boy Ric Flair, right here at the end of the match. Point to Bonnie, you were there. Justin throughout the world, baby, that was just to feel, looking so fire. Ian Anderson has been defeated in a steel cage by Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream. Doll baby there and watch right here as the world's heavyweight champion, if you call him, comes in on another attack. Right here in the corner of your screen, you'll see Mr. Tully Blanchard, Mr. Iron Anderson, as they call themselves the Three Horsemen. You see him locking the cage there. Klondike Bill, a great cage put up on. Get busted in the head. <laughs> Baby doll locked out. And right here, the attempt again, the, if I will, to use a phrase from this country, an assassination attempt. Right here, takes the boot off. I haven't rolled 
the boot that is protect my ankle because the natural wrestler last day I can't wear it no more. Ric Flair right here, top rope, second rope, once again taking Mahone himself to take the American dream and break that ankle. Well, brother, you didn't get it done. That was the final straw right there. If you were ever going to do it, like I said, you should have done it there. Three men against one. Bullies of the world take heed right here. Any time that three jumps on one, you expect the man not to get up, but the American dream will get up. Right there, American team, Megan PA comes in, and a host of others. The, the vicious attack was planned by Nature Boy Rick Flair. You know he's wearing $35,000 belt. He's driving around in limousines, and he say, I'm the Nature Boy. Let me tell you something, Nature Boy. The next time you see me, I will be wearing the white boot. I will be wearing the white boot and national wrestling lie. You understand what I'm saying? Bob Geigel, now vengeance is mine. You understand what I'm saying? Every night at 4 o'clock in the morning, I get up, no matter where I'm out, and I go stand on the bank of that dangerous river, looking into a bold new land, knowing that it's risky business. And now it's risky business for you. We'll be back right after this. I know it was a serious promo and we're going to get to it, but boy, when he called Klondike bill, a great cage, putter upper, that got all over me, dude. We both popped. I wasn't sure what I heard. I was going to ask you, what did he call him? Cage putter upper. How about that? And you know what? Nobody looked at Dusty and went, that's terrible. A grammar. My God, he got away with it. Didn't he? It was unbelievable. And I think that's what, that was part of his charm. And uh, of course the boot is coming back around. Of course, you guys put hard times on him, uh, the prior year in October at the Omni. And he had to wear that protective boot for his recovery. And of course you took issue with that. And the NWA took it away and you heard him say right there to hell with the NWA. Uh, you've got a response on worldwide. Let's see what you're thinking about all these goings on. As you've probably picked up by now, Arn was putting over a lot of people back in the day, uh, but not as often as we're putting over Geico. Ha ha. Gotcha. Go save some money at Geico.com. You'd be glad you did. The risky business voice. No one exactly knew what we were talking about. You didn't know, but by now, you know, firsthand. I know exactly one thing. I know it was a swerve, just like we're constantly getting out of Dusty Rose and Jim Crockett promotions. Now who? in the world would have thought the risky business boys would have been Ronnie Garvin and Dusty Rhodes. Did you? No, you I didn't know. I? I figured we had two suitable opponents like we always have. I didn't know they'd thrown a couple of ringers in there, Tony Giovanni. Well, they certainly, we're going to take a look right now at a portion of a match, the risky business boys. Like, as you see right here, Dusty Rhodes is beat. Once again, Ronnie Garvin is using a closed fist, which you yourself have admitted that is illegal. Illegal. You understand what I'm saying? I a closed fist is just like taking a ball thing in the ring and hitting the man in the head. As you see out there, Johnny Garvin was not the legal man. He slid in behind the referee's back, stuck a punch square. It's a fluke. He's the luckiest man on the face of the earth. It couldn't happen again in a million years. I got the one, two, three, but as you just saw, he was the illegal man. Right around. Okay. He was, all right, he was the illegal man, but what about the case of three men jumping on one in a cage once again? Dusty Rhodes, I'm going to finalize this for you. Come out here and you say, for the NWA, Bob Goggle. No, Dusty Rhodes, it's you, because I'm telling you, 
You got three of the four horsemen coming for you. You're going to know how Custer felt. Arn Anderson, let's go to the ring. You're going to know how Custer felt. That's a nice little go home line, isn't it? <laughs> and we know how that ended up. You know, listen, we haven't spent any time talking about it, but it's been said a lot that Dusty would get a lot of his creativity based on his viewing habits. He was influenced by television and movies and risky business. Of course, I think a few years prior to this was a big Tom Cruise movie. Is that the origin of the name? Do you think the, the Tom Cruise movie? Uh, I don't know for sure. You'd have to get inside Dusty's mind to get that. I don't think so. Only because the, if the story kind of paralleled each other, maybe don't know, but you never know. Uh, we all take things from TV and shows that we like and characters we like. Who's not a Clint Eastwood fan or Charles Bronson or, or any of those guys, John Wayne, the real badasses in the movies, you know, we all were sat there, you know, just starstruck by them. So maybe it was, I know it was a very, very hot movie. It was entertaining movie. And, uh, you know, Dusty may have fancied himself as a little older Tom Cruise. Who knows? I uh, I just love seeing the old promos and uh, you taking issue. And what I always like is you can make it believable. You'll sometimes bring it down to reality and you've got the heel telling the truth. And I think that's great. You know, I mean, clearly you're the bad guy, but I enjoy when there's a, you're like, well, he's got a point. The, the idea that the heel believes what he's saying, he's not just saying it for the sake of being a bad guy, but when you drill down on Tony, you know, saying that, you know, dusty is, is, is wearing this boot and saying he's going to wear this boot, which is not sanctioned and against the rules. And oh, by the way, you can see that's not even the legal man in the ring, et cetera, et cetera. I think that's great stuff, man. Well, it's always extenuating circumstances and it's, there's a heel's truth. And then there's the real truth, right? And we believe if you're truly the, a good heel, you believe both of them. You just only support your version of the truth. We should mention, uh, this is, uh, a weekend of course. So that means there's also the six Oh five show. So you had a promo on TBS on March 1st, 1986. Let's take a listen. I'll have to admit, Arn Anderson, you said that you would defend this world television title on TV each and every week. By golly, a man of your word, and you signed with Ron Garvin. What do I have to do to prove myself, Tony Giovanni? I haven't signed nothing with Ronnie Garvin. All I did was lay out an open contract. He's the one that signed it, and I don't know whose idea it was, but I've came out here every week and defended this title like I said I would as a man, as a champion. And now you're going to make me get on national television out here with Ronnie Garvin. He's not a top contender. What he is, is the Charles Manson of the wrestling world. I look in Ronnie Garvin's eyes, and I don't see anybody there. You understand what I'm saying? I don't want to get in the ring with that idiot, especially not on national television where my credibility's on the line. I don't know who's making me do this, but the fact is, it's already been signed, and I do have to do it. So I guess I'll have to make the best out of it. Is that correct? This is one of the top contenders for yeah, a he's a top contender in a lot of things. Top contender to go to prison. Top contender to murder somebody. Top contender to be a pervert. Anything. Okay, Ronnie Garvin, I'm stuck with it. I'm stuck with it. You got 10 minutes to come get this, but just remember, your credibility is on the line, and you're not going to knock me out. That one punch fluke that you happen to pull on my cousin 
was just a fluke. That's all it was. You're a one-time lucky bomb. It'll never happen again. So I'm going to get on here on national television, right. and I'm going to do just like I said I would. I'm going to beat Ronnie Garvin right in the middle of the ring. Lesson one starts today, Tony Jamal. All right, you are the champion, the world television champion. Let's go to the ring. Remember how easy it was in your 20s? You had so much energy. You could get away with the late-night drive throughs you could even pinch a uh, trouser tent at a moment's notice. Well, that's because you had plenty of testosterone and it's time to get it back. You could get testosterone injections, but that involves awkward doctor visits, expensive medical bills, and the worst part, once you opt for artificial testosterone, you will suppress your body's ability to naturally produce it even more. But isn't that the problem in the first place? Before considering that pharmaceutical option, there are ways you can naturally raise your testosterone. And one of the easiest ways is by using legacy test stack from legacy sports nutrition. Test X nine has nine key ingredients clinically proven to support natural testosterone production and T assist is designed to supercharge T boosting effects with added anti-estrogen compounds. Nick Aldis, the founder of legacy sports nutrition has been blown away by the feedback that customers have sent in after using the ultimate test stack guys are feeling stronger in the gym. They have more energy and guys in their late thirties have reported morning wood for the first time in years. One even reported becoming a father after four years of trying, no matter what you do, if you're a guy having optimum testosterone levels is the key to looking, feeling and performing better. Try the ultimate test stack today, and they're confident you'll love the results. Just go to LegacySups.com. That's LegacySups.com, L-E-G-A-C-Y-S-U-P-P-S.com. And the promo code is ARN to save 10% off your entire order. That's LegacySups.com, L-E-G-A-C-Y-S-U-P-P-S.com. And the promo code is ARN to save 10% off your entire order that's LegacySups.com, and the promo code ARN will save you 10% off your entire order. And we thank Mr. Aldous for sponsoring today's podcast. A one-time lucky bum. How about that? One-time lucky bum. And then most likely to be a pervert. I mean, would that be Tony Schiavone or Bill Klondike Bill, if you had to guess? It's got to be one of those. I, I would think both. That's <laughs> a tie. There you go. Ty goes to the runner and they're both hauling us. <laughs> <laughs> that is an Arnism right there. Hey, did you go to Geico.com yet? October 1st, or I'm sorry, March 1st, as we said, uh, we're, we're getting down and dirty here in Atlanta. This is a show that you tape that day. It airs that day. And that night you're making Greensboro at the Coliseum. Uh, you're gonna have 10,421 fans. Uh, the next day, uh, another matinee show at the Coliseum, but also one in St. Louis. And that's where you are. You'll be taking on dusty roads. Of course, he's the national heavyweight champion. You're the NWA television champion. It's a non-title Texas death match. And it goes on right before the main event, which was Ric Flair and Ron Garvin. Um, as a reminder, Ron Garvin has knocked out the world champion with that punch. We've heard in more recent weeks. Uh, so he's earned his right to, uh, to challenge for the world title. And we know that ultimately they're going to go his way in 1987. Do you think 86 may have been the time to, to try it for a cup of coffee with Ron or did it not make sense in 86 in your opinion? Um, you know, when something catches on, like Ronnie Garvin catch caught on and he did, it was, 
it was instantaneously. I think if you don't listen to the audience when they really have jumped on board and are supporting a guy, you got to, you know, strike while the iron is hot, in, in my opinion. Uh, and Ronnie Garvin got over. You know, there was a lot of guys on that list that got knocked out before Flair. But when you knock the world champion out and you just leave the ring and you leave him there unconscious, that's it's about as strong a statement as you can make. And it's, uh, I think it warrants a title shot. I want to mention that uh, the national heavyweight championship that Dusty's wearing, I think that's a, sort of a, a carryover from the old Georgia days, the national championship, is it not? Yeah. And you know, the one, for some reason that I remember having that title that, that struck me was a good representative of it was Larry Zabisco. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, yeah, I think it was a holdover from Georgia championship wrestling days. I want to mention that, uh, you're back on the road, um, right after that. We're going to see you start making towns in, uh, what's the TV in Spartanburg. It's a sellout on March 4th, uh, on March 5th, you're going to be working with Pez Watley at the Dorton arena on the sixth. You're in Columbus, Georgia, taking on Jimmy Valiant. That must've been a day off Columbus, Georgia against boogie woogie. That's just, uh, that's easy. That's easy business right there. Is it not? You bet. And we probably traveled out of Atlanta. So it was a. A quick hundred miles. Uh, and then you're back in Atlanta on March 8th. Of course, we're going to be doing another television taping here for WTBS. And of course, if we're doing weekends, that means we've got the syndicated show too. You had a promo here on March 8th from the mid Atlantic show. Let's take a listen. Hey, y'all. Did you go to geico.com yet? What's the hold up? You got a house, you got a car, you need to bundle them. You need to save. It's geico.com. Fans, we- we said we had some exciting news for you concerning the Jim Crockett Senior Memorial Cup. The date and the site has been chosen. Of course, cities around the world were bidding for this tournament. One of the great sport complexes in the world has been chosen for the site of the tournament, the Jim Crockett Memorial Cup. Now that cup, the Jim Crockett Senior Memorial Cup, is going to be held on April 19th. The Superdome in New Orleans is the site for the Jim Crockett Senior Memorial Cup Tag Team Tournament. 75,000 seats. The home of the Sugar Bowl. And, of course, the Super Bowl just recently held in New Orleans. Well, the biggest sports event of the year, the Jim Crockett Senior Memorial Cup, is going to be held on April 19th. The Superdome in New Orleans. Arn Anderson, that's exciting news. And Bob Cottle, why don't you tell them who will surely be the number one seed in that tournament? Myself, the world television champion, Double A himself, and Ric Flair, the world heavyweight champion. Do you actually think now, Bob Cottle, do you actually speculate that there's any team could even come close to taking us? Not a chance. I'm standing here today glorified within myself for the simple fact that Dusty Rhodes, you've sent that painted lady out here time after time to threaten me. You didn't have the guts to come out here and do it yourself, saying, you're next. All I hear in the arenas, you're next. Signs, you're next. Dusty, Dusty, you're next. Well, Dusty, what happened the first time you crawled in a cage with an Anderson? You hobbled around on one bad wheel. What happened the second time you crawled in a cage with an Anderson? The same effect. The only reservation I have is we didn't quite get the job done because all your stooges came running down the aisle and saved you. 
Well, Dusty Rhodes just hadn't stopped here. I've told you, the three horsemen can get it done almost as good as the four horsemen. And before it's done, you're going to be out of the picture completely. You won't this. Earn it. All right, fans. Fall is here and we can all use a stiff breeze. That's right. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, confidence can take you far in life. It can also help in the bedroom, especially when it comes time to step up to the plate. And that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity <clears throat> arises. The process is simple. You sign up at bluechew.com, you consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA, prepared and shipped direct to your door, all in a discreet package. And this has been a game changer for my household, and I'm sure it will for you. Uh, if you're like me, you want to have a good time on vacation. So as I've had to miss an episode here or there, rest assured somewhere I was out of town and Blue Chew was uh, around. And uh, here's the thing. There's uh, nothing sexier than confidence, or at least that's what we've heard women say. Well, Blue Chew will help get you that confidence where it really counts. And if you could benefit from some extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew to the rescue. We've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew for free and use our promo code WRESTLE at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. The promo code is WRESTLE to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. What did you make of that promo right there, dude? Mm, glorified within myself. I mean, that's a hell of a line right there. You might need to dust that off on a Wednesday. That's pretty stout, ain't it? Yeah. I don't think I've ever even heard those words touch before. Sure. It was that actually the proper. It was that, was that a, a sentence, a full sentence? It yes, is. It was. It is now glorified within myself. It sounds pretty self-righteous. I got to put Bob Cottle over, boy, that was a great lead in, wasn't it? It was tremendous. And, and we haven't even talked about it, but the, you know, the Crockett cup has become a thing that people still talk about to this day. We know that maybe in execution or financially, maybe it wasn't the biggest show y'all ever did, but the promotion around it and it was different and you tried something new. And it wasn't just for a belt. It was for a cup and it was honoring the past. That's a cool deal, man. That checks a lot of boxes as a wrestling fan. Yeah. And it, it also gave us a break from just hammering title matches, title yes. matches, title matches. The prize was huge. The prestige was huge. And you know, the interesting pairings of, of guys that got together as partners made it even more interesting. Uh, also interesting is you taking on Pat Tanaka on worldwide that week. And then afterwards, you're going to do a promo with Ric Flair. We're going to take a listen here in just a moment. I, um, I've always been curious. What do you think ever happened to that old Crockett cup? What was the last time you remember even hearing about that thing or seeing it? I think the, the word was for years and years, it was at jocks and Jill's or something like that in the CNN center. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's one of those great mysteries where nobody knows where it wound up, but if you don't know where it is, and if you've actually looked, I have. which I'm sure you have, sure. 
then it is hid somewhere and not available for viewing. Somebody would have got word to you. I think. Well, Ric Flair was always available for viewing. He's here with David Crockett on worldwide. Let's take a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, the world heavyweight champion, Ric Flair has asked to come out here again and to talk to you fans. You must have something very important to yeah, ask for time again. This, let's correct this right off the bat. Number one, I've taken time out of my schedule to come out here again. Not because I've asked to come out, but because you and your brother know the importance of featuring the greatest athlete in all of professional sports on your program. Now, my great cousin, the world television champion, just demonstrated to you, as he has so many times in the past, why he is the world television champion by defeating not a punk kid, but a great, great wrestler in Patanaka. Tully Blanchard came out here, and you made a real feeble attempt, David, if I use that word loosely, to degrade him. We all know beyond a shadow of a doubt that Tully Blanchard is a world-class athlete. And with the guidance of the great, the legendary James Day Dillon, there's no doubt on my mind, no doubt in anybody's mind, that it's only a matter of time until Dusty Rhodes is without the National Heavyweight Championship. Go ahead, David, what? They said four weeks. They take it away from him in four weeks. They couldn't do it. That's it. They, they just couldn't do what they well, said. David, they let me do. say something to you. I broke into this great sport in 1974, and I told the whole world that I'd be the world champion by 1980. I missed it by a year. But right now, I don't care if you're in New York City, if you're in Baltimore, New Orleans, San Antonio, Charlotte, North Carolina, Richmond, Virginia, you ask anybody who the greatest wrestler alive today is, and they're going to tell you it's Ric Flair, the world's heavyweight wrestling champion. Now you see all these teeny boppers out here. Just a minute. Here comes the world television champion. You know, it's easier for us to stand out here, David, and laugh and all the rest, you see, because we are holding, put it up there, double A. We're holding what they call world championship trophies. We're not the New England Patriots. We're not second best. We're not Dusty Rhodes. We're not second best. We're the world champions, whether you like it or not. You got people in this world, David Crockett, that want things, you know what I'm saying? Dusty Rhodes, Magnum TA, Rock and Roll Express, Manny Fernandez, you name them, that's people that want things. Then you have people that have things. Guys like Ric Flair, the world heavyweight champion, Double A, myself, Arn Anderson, world television champion, Tully Blanchard, the Midnight Express, and Jim Cornette. I'm not talking about just monetary things, David Crockett, not material things. This you cannot buy hanging on a rack in any clothing store. Ric Flair does not dress of class, he reeks of class. Hey, you know how they call you and I Space Mountain and the Blue Sky? A little girl over here just told me they call Ricky Morton Ride the Wild Mouse, and that's the bottom line. Woo! There you are. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next week on the very best in professional wrestling, worldwide wrestling. Boy, there's so many one-liners in there. I don't know how, I mean, that's like a whole week's worth of t-shirts right there. I did. How much ground was covered there? So much. I mean, it was, it was like a, a almost a state of the union address. 
it was like a mutual admiration society amongst Rick, putting all of us over. You know, he put himself over, put all of us over. Then he started digging Dusty and his crew. And, you know, it, it just covered such a wide spectrum of subjects. That, whew, amazing what you can do in three or four minutes. And we're going to find out what you're doing the next day, March 9th. You're at the Omni working with Dusty Rhodes. Uh, Dusty's going to pick up the win by DQ. Uh, as best I can tell, um, at least according to the history of WWE.com, which is where we get all of our results, your next date is a television taping here on March 15th. And of course, we're still hyping up everything around the Crockett Cup, but, you know, it's impossible for us to get through a weekend and not have. A few words from Arn Anderson. Uh, there's a great promo here with three of you, Arn, Tully, and JJ, and we're going to play it and sort of catch up on, on what's going on. But I do want to ask, you know, obviously it's a different time. You weren't doing scripted promos clearly, but when there's three guys talking, so it's Arn, Tully, and JJ, did you guys have like a rule of thumb of this guy usually starts and this guy usually closes or what have you? You know, we kind of decide when we would walk out, it, it was like, or maybe we would have a, a few minutes. We would just do a skull session. Whoever had the match that probably needed the most time spent on it, we would start with that guy and make sure they had all the time they needed. And when it got time, if there was time, some, some weeks there was a time. Sometimes you get in a zone and you would just run with it and you'd use every bit of the TV time. We never had an issue with that because even if we were the guy talking and uh, there was somebody that wasn't talking, we would talk about them. It was just like Rick covered us. He put all of us over that, that kind of rub you can't get and you couldn't get uh, at that time for sure. So it wasn't like every single week it was okay. Me, you, and then JJ, sometimes JJ would start. It just depended on what the story we just tried to follow from week to week. What happened last week, who would be the most pissed. And that should be the person that should go first. Common sense was a lot of it. So we've got, uh, two things that happen on that special episode, March 15th. We'll take a listen uh, to the first promo. Now, here we go. Tully Blanchard Enterprises, along with Arn Anderson, the world TV champion. Of course, Tully, the national heavyweight champion. And here's the team. Pretty formidable team, I would think. Your ratings have just taken a phenomenal jump in the last 10 seconds. <laughs> you know, I tell you, Tony Schiavone, it was hard-pressed to look for somebody that was as good as the three horsemen to be my partner. I tell you what, Flair, we decided he goes on, defends that world. So I'll take Dustin Rhodes down for the last time. New Orleans, Louisiana. Four seeds. Should be number one. The remaining two are the four horsemen, Arn Anderson, Double A, and Tully Blanchard, the national heavyweight champion. What two athletes are better conditioned than us, more experienced than us? Two champions combined, Tony Giovanni, <laughs> are going to be unbeatable. If you want to seat us 24th, do it. We'll beat six teams, eight teams, or every team if we have to, to win a million dollars because we got expensive habits. And I you got understand news, what I'm saying? I got news for you. If you think that we can't go out on a million dollars in New Orleans and have. <laughs> oh my goodness, Baby Doll. Baby Doll is here with us at ringside. You know, I have a couple of words for all of you. And Arn Anderson, I'm gonna start by you. You never beat Dusty Rhodes for the title, and you know it. 
Tully Blanchard, we all know how you won the title. I'm not going to embarrass everyone by telling you what kind of man you are. And J.J. Dillon, huh? On my worst day, darling, I could knock you into tomorrow. And since you're talking about ratings, about how many people watch us, I am challenging you right now. What is she is challenged? She is what? She is challenged JJ Dillon right now. You're challenging me. You're challenging me. So JJ Dillon is taking off his tie and his shoes. He just slung off his jacket. He's going to climb in the ring with baby doll. Who's in the ring waiting on him. That woman will do anything to get a little affection any way she can to get somebody to hug her. I think James is going to go in. JJ Dillon is going up against baby doll. The challenge has been made. Oh my. I can't begin to imagine what we're in for. I can't begin to imagine it all. Oh, here's America's team. It's Dusty and Magnum. So, of course, Arn, as you guys are standing on the uh, apron there, America's team attacks you from behind. Uh, why do they keep doing this? Why won't they just do a fair fight, Arn? You know, that was my point every single week it was like it felt like it was just an ongoing situation you know i, I would have punched baby doll in the mouth if i thought i could have beat her <laughs> she scared me to death she was a physical specimen i mean strong buddy yeah i mean when she wrestled she was andrea the giant right yes i mean she was she was very very strong you know and uh so i thought better of that I'm not going to lose my reputation on one of those deals. That was a no win, but Dusty and Magnum, it, it just felt like this thing, no matter how many times we got into these scuffles, it didn't ever get old. It just kept the fire burning. And, uh, it was episodic TV. And, uh, I think the one thing that we always did collectively is we left them wanting more, not less. No doubt about it. I mean, Magnum holds your leg down. Dusty jumps off the top rope on it. They drag you out of the ring and then they try to do the same to Tully. And thankfully JJ's there to at least run a distraction long enough and chaos ensues, but listen to the crowd celebrating. What's the holdup? Do you need me to spell it out for you? It's G E I C O.com. That's where you save money. Geico.com. But as we said, there's two segments on this show. So, uh, you guys are going to regain your composure. Got a few words to say here on March 15th. Okay. You heard the words from Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, James, you know, let me tell you something. We're going to be Mr. Nice guy. No more. We've been taking advantage of for the last time. Baby doll, come out here, strutting her stuff because she was mesmerized by all the gold that's blinding her that used to belong to her a long time ago. I'm talking about the world television title proudly held by Mr. Arn Anderson. I'm talking about the national heavyweight championship belt held by Mr. Tully Blanchard. And she came out here strutting nothing but her butt. And she tried to set me up 
trying to set me up to get that doom squad out here that they call America's team to try and cripple my boys. But they left unscathed, and most important is we still got the hardware. You know, I tell you what, you know, Dusty Rhodes, you get a point today. You, you did something I didn't think could be done, but you got one step up. That's like a double jump in checkers because you lost us on a cool moment and you snuck up behind like the dogs are. You and Magnum TA can't get in the ring and face us man to man because right here, it's too tough for you. We, he took that from you and I took this from you last week on national television, Dusty Rhodes. And everybody knows, Magnum, you didn't win the U.S. Heavyweight Championship. So I just goes to show, y'all are all second-class citizens. So you come out here and you think and devise this big plan up and sneak up to take down two of the four horsemen. It worked. Well, it worked. And you jumped off, but no broken leg. The man is right here. He's standing there two legs. He might have a bruise, but he's getting back in the ring next week. And I am too, but the proof is in the pudding arm. We got these, and you got nothing. Cowboy boot on the leg. How's that leg feeling anyway? Uh, we were up there horse laughing at what was a hilarious situation that Baby Doll wanted to get her hands on JJ for her own personal reason. While we were having a laugh, they jumped us from behind. You heard about Johnny Bench? Yeah, that is frustration on their part because, as we said, we've got what you want. You want things. We have things. We have the income that goes with being these champions. We have the prestige that goes with being in these, being these champions. And the bottom line is, Dusty Rhodes, you're at the bottom of the heap now. you got to prove yourself. We don't even have to fool with you. You're not even a contender. And as far as America's team goes, we're in better shape than you are. We're better athletes than you are. And we've got our haste in the hole, namely James J. Dillon, which gives us that edge that'll always push us over the top. Tony Giovanni, we are the three horses. Ask me why I'm looking over my back. Why are you because looking I over your back? I gotta watch their backs because Dusty Rhodes, Magnum TA, Ronnie Garvin, and the whole rest of the pack are nothing but a bunch of back jumpers. And they're chasing the pack. Face to face, just ask him to come face to face. Boy, three irate men. Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, and James J. Dillon. The action doesn't stop here. We're coming right back. Attention, sports bettors. Has anyone ever given you $1,000 before? Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot, the man the media calls the king of Vegas sports gambling. There's never been a sports handicapper like me. First, I'm giving away $1,000 of free point spread picks to the first 1,000 sports bettors to respond at VegasWinners.com. It's simple and easy. Just be among the first 1,000 right now at VegasWinners.com for your $1,000 of free point spread picks. It's 1,000 for the first 1,000. Second, I actually win. I'm 22-8, 73% winners to start NFL 2021. My primetime games are 11-1, 92% winners. My world-famous games of the year, 4-0 the past four weeks. And my famous pinnacle plays, 75% winners for this season, all independently monitored and documented. At Vegas Winners, we've got it all. Free picks and best bets every day for myself and 21 champion sports betting experts. It's fully automated, completely private. No one ever speaks to. Be one of the first thousand to log on right now and get your $1,000 of free point spread picks. Just log on to VegasWinners.com. That's VegasWinners.com. Boy, that was a great promo, a nice way to follow up the attack that we heard earlier, but man, every now and again, you'll hear some inside baseball. Telly was trying to make you crack up on that Johnny bench reference. Yeah. I don't really know what that is. That's a JJ Dillon ism, the Johnny bench. Uh, so you will have to inquire 
with JJ, which I'm sure sooner than later you'll have a conversation with and have to ask him about the Johnny bench line. I've asked him about it. We've talked about it on Tony Schiavone's show. We don't have to cover it here, uh, but it still tickled me because it was so inside. Almost no one at home would have had any idea what you're talking about. Uh, and, and he, it looked like when Tully did it, he was grinning and then grinned at the camera. Cause he wanted you to laugh, but you didn't break in all these days when you guys were out there having fun together and you could tell you're with your pals and you're having a good time. Did you, did anybody ever get you to break in the middle of a promo? Oh God, of course. I mean, we all would, you know, when things were rolling smooth and you're doing well and everything is just clicking, we would try to slide a little inside something in there, you know, that was just a joke amongst us. But if, like you said, if you didn't know exactly what they were talking about, it escaped you. It yeah. blew by you. And that was one of those deals. But yeah, we used to crack each other up, especially when we would have, you know, Television in those days, if you go back and look at it, Conrad, here's the big difference. You never beat your top heels on TV. Right. You know, TV was a vehicle to talk them in the building, to wrestle them in the building, to be a diabolical some bitch, you know, on television. So the only place you could see guys like us get their ass handed to them was in a live arena show. And that was that's what drove arena business was we had the lion's share of television and sometimes when you could go out and just really, you know, just, you know, like my grandfather used to say, just go waller somebody on TV, dominate them. Uh, you know, that terminology being from the South and then go talk about it afterwards. It doesn't get any better than that. And, uh, there was many times we would just shoot an inside zinger at each other. I, uh, I got to ask about the whole baby doll situation. You know, we've seen it in wrestling forever. You got sort of a good guy manager and a, and a bad guy manager, and then they're eventually going to have a match. You know, we used to see stuff with Cornette and, and Pauly and, you know, Jimmy Hart would do something on the WWF side of things, but now it's man versus female, but it's a little different because baby doll was a big lady. I mean, I don't mean that in a negative way, but I'm saying she's a, a an athlete and formidable and JJ is supposed to play chicken shit heel. And of course he used to be a wrestler himself. And I've heard guys in the business say before the trick is to, um, wrestle like a manager and manage like a wrestler. And I feel like even though he was a wrestler, he was doing his best here. Was this something he dreaded or he looked forward to? Because it feels like a, a tall ask, Hey, go have some physicality with a, with a lady. What you're saying is JJ Dillon and the reason we, we all thought so highly of him. JJ was a very good wrestler before he was a manager. I don't know if a lot of people know that, but if you can go and find, uh, if you can go and find footage of him when he was wrestling, he took textbook bumps. That's the one thing everybody always said. He took textbook bumps and I had to go and find footage on it to see it because, you know, my first time meeting JJ was 85 when I got to Charlotte. So he was already a manager. His wrestling career was over, uh, but he did this thing and you will remember this. And it was the highlight of our life. We would, I would wait for this every single night. 
say when Dusty was given one of us the elbows and another guy would feed in and he would get the elbows, third guy, and sometimes even four guys would come in and were all lined up eating the elbows from Dusty. And he would turn around, J.J. would pop up on the apron, he'd give J.J. one, and he would do what we called the holy gully, which where he was spider monkey in the ropes all the way down. So he's on his back on the middle rope and sort of holding the top rope and his legs are dangling and his arms are, it was an interesting move that I don't think I saw anybody do besides J.J. It was the holy gully, and we all tried to do it. Nobody could, uh duplicate it. That was James spot and it blew the roof off the place. It was, it was a bigger pop than him elbowing four guys in a row. <laughs> Let me spell it for you. G E I C O.com. That's Geico.com. So he was more than qualified to walk into this match with baby doll as the underdog, even though he's a man and she's a woman. Couple times I saw we were going through like a, I can't remember which airport might have been Atlanta Airport a big one but uh, we would land somewhere and uh, it was when Tully and Baby Doll were together and uh, we'd be hung over man and we'd be battling that walk down the concourse and all of a sudden you'd look over and Tully was getting <laughs> carried by Baby Doll piggyback down the concourse. <laughs> And not laboring with it. It was one of the funniest things you ever saw, but she was power walking down there with Tully on her back. So that'll give you an idea of just, uh, what an athlete she was. Unbelievable. Uh, let's take a listen to a promo from that same weekend on worldwide. It's Arn Anderson. And this feels like a localized promo here. Let's take a listen. Hi, ladies and gentlemen, with me now, the world's television champion, Iron Anderson. You see what I have to go through on a nightly basis? All I hear is Dusty, Dusty, and you're next, and all this garbage. I'm sick and tired of hearing it. Every arena across this country, that's all I hear. The bottom line is, I'm the world television champion. Ric Flair is still the world heavyweight champion. And David Crockett, should we talk about the newest of the three of the four horsemen? Victory over Dusty Rhodes. You want to discuss that? I guess we have to. I know okay. you're going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to talk about it because I'm ecstatic. Tully Blanchard is now the national heavyweight champion. Is that correct? That is correct. Which would mean three of the four horsemen have now monopolized every major wrestling title on the scene. Is that correct? That is correct. Well, Dusty, being the fact that we've took all you have and all you're left with is your personal, what we're going to do is just beat on you for the fun of it, for a while. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Beat on you for the fun of it for a while. It's a great line. Yeah. Little redneck in there. I like it. Us being rednecks, we could appreciate that, correct? Oh, absolutely. Did you keep any of these old jackets? You just had a really cool jacket on there, a white one with a red AA on it. You got any of your old track suits or jackets from back in the day like that? Uh, there's a few scattered around. I'm probably up in the attic somewhere. Next time you're up there, we got to post some on social just so people can take a look at the old, uh, where they are now, if you will. Got it. March 16th. The next day you guys are in Cleveland, Ohio. You're working with dusty again. Uh, you're actually going to win there by DQ. Uh, but what's interesting about this trip to Cleveland is this is a new record 
It's a sellout 10,000 fans. It feels like in 1986, you guys are really starting to hit your stride at Jim Crockett promotions. Fans are digging it. You've been on TV at this point for nearly a year. They're seeing you week in, week out. So you're able to stretch out, go to new territories and do well. 10,000 fans here in Cleveland, Ohio. That was the old Georgia championship wrestling territory, you know, and, uh, only at one time when he had Tommy, you know, Tommy rich and buzz and mass superstar and Orndorff and all those guys. And, uh, you know, when he was touring up through there, those, those towns had not been run for a long time and he did good business. And then when that company started to go South a little bit, it wasn't ran for a while. Then Jim Crockett having the strength, that's, that's a, one of the biggest examples, having the strength of being on TBS on that television and came in with that fresh crew of stars you know, all those towns, uh, Michigan, Ohio, West Virginia were great wrestling towns. They just needed to have something there. They wanted to see, obviously Cleveland wanted to see that card. I'm, um, I'm wanting to ask you about another talent that pops up here in 1986, your old pal, Tejo Khan. Uh, now bear with me, but Tony Schiavone has denied this day in, day out this entire year. But I know that you'll tell us the truth because we know even as a heel, you always tell the truth. So I just need you to look into the camera right now and in a loud and clear voice, just admit to the world what we already know. Tejo Khan is Tony Khan's uncle. There is not a member. And I can say this without having to check of the Khan family that has a hairdo like T show Khan had. <laughs> yeah. You hadn't met them all. You don't know that. I'm certain there's no eight year old nephews running around <laughs> with that type hairdo. Uh, that mustache alone on T Joe goatee, whatever it might be dyed black. Nobody in the Khan family has one of those. I think what you and Tony are suffering from is maybe you guys have been dropped on your head at times that we haven't seen. No, Tony's denying it. Tony says it's not true, but I know it's true. And you do too. You're in denial. I'm telling you, it is not something you could keep quiet. Well, you know, that old, uh, four GT that Moxley had on dynamite a while back, that multi-million dollar supercar. Well, the, the original personalized plate was Tejo. Or Tejo, however you pronounce it. I mean, I know that for a fact. It was a tribute to Mr. Shad Khan's brother, Tejo. I mean, everybody knows this. This Google it. Spell, spell it. Spell it. Well, it's on Wikipedia, but I believe it's T E I J O. But it's on Wikipedia that they're related, so it's got to be true. If it's online, it's true, Arn. You know that. Feels is a better way to feel better. Our premium CBD will keep your head clear and help you feel your best. CBD has been proven to greatly reduce anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. Navigating the world of CBD can be complicated. At Feels, we look to make the process as simple as possible, so you can start feeling better sooner. New to CBD? Well, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide you through the discovery process. Maybe you know CBD is right for you? Well, Feels' hassle-free membership program is guaranteed to help you feel your best month after month or your money back. It's that simple. 
shipped directly to your doorstep in only a few days. Feels is the new natural, healthy, better way to feel better. So why is feels so awesome? It's premium CBD that's delivered directly to your door. That's going to help you naturally reduce your stress, your anxiety, your pain, your sleeplessness. And it's very easy to take. You place a few drops of feels under your tongue and you feel the difference within minutes. I can't recommend this enough. I want you to join the feels community, get feels delivered to your door every month. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel anytime. My family is a believer. We've known for a while that CBD was the way to go, but it doesn't get any easier than just using this dropper under your tongue and bam, you're feeling better fast. This has been a home run for us and we are so excited to bring this to you. Joining the feels membership just makes your self care easy. That's been my experience. You're going to save money on every order. I keep repeating it, but it's worth repeating. You're going to save money on every order. And once again, you can pause or cancel at any time. But listen, if you're not a CBD pro and you're not as comfortable, maybe you're new to it. I just can't brag on this CBD hotline enough. The feels customer service team is dedicated to making sure that you get the best use out of your CBD. So what are you waiting for? Start feeling better with feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash Arn and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F E A L S.com slash Arn to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off of your first order with free shipping. That's feels.com slash Arn. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to have to talk to Coney Khan about this and I'm going to have to get validation. You and Tony is not good enough for me. Well, no, Tony's on your side. Tony denies it, but yeah. Tell TK that I said, Hey, T Joe's his uncle. He knows it's his uncle. I mean, they used to do Thanksgiving together. Duh. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you're on uh, the 20th you're in Macon, Georgia. When you're making these towns in Georgia, whether it's Albany or Columbus or Macon, uh, do any of your old running buds from back in the day come to the show to check you out? Uh, no, nah, not really. Um, I ran into, you know, there was a couple of times, you know, I'm not sure if it was during this period, Tony Zane, who broke in with me was in Charlotte for a minute. He, he was on the crew there and which was, was kind of cool. Um, so we got to spend a little bit of time. It wasn't very long, uh, but that's about it. You know, it's a funny thing. We, we, uh, when you're in the real world and you have a real life and a job or you're going to school or you have a family or you don't, you're working two jobs. It's like, we're all creatures of habit. I would, I would call different guys and go, Hey, you know, I'm just down the road in Macon or something, or not so much Macon. Maybe it was, uh, I was in Chattanooga, which from Rome was only about 60 miles. Won't you guys come up, you know, be my guest at the show. And uh, this was some of the buddies I grew up with. And they would go, yeah, well, I really would like to, man. But it was that same answer. The punchline was, got to go to work in the morning. Yeah. You've heard that, I'm yeah, sure. Of course. Being a, being a generous man as you are, you've probably offered guys right there locally. To, hey, do you want to do some dinner or have some cocktails or something? God, I'd love to. And they, and they would. But, but I got to go to work in the morning. And that kind of controls our lives. And. It's the way of the world. It is indeed. And thankfully the world includes Arn Anderson promos. This one from March 22nd, 1986 on the mid Atlantic program. Let's take a listen. Do you own your home? Go to geico.com. Do you rent your home? Go to geico.com. 
Do you have a car? Go to Geico.com. Want to save some money? Go to Geico.com. As with us at ringside right now, here's the world's television champion, Arn Anderson. Arn, I think all of the fans will agree one thing about it. You've been a man of your word. You've been a fighting champion. Exactly, Bob. Carl, I've defended this world television title against all top challengers all over this country. And as you see, I still stand here a champion. What I want to say right now goes to you, Dusty Rhodes. However, I'm going to take a little of my time to congratulate a good friend of mine. And as you saw, Bob Cottle, Tully Blanchard did defeat you, Dusty Rhodes, right in the middle of the ring. Now then, if you think you're paranoid, you're not paranoid, Dusty. It's just the fact that everybody's out to get you. Three of the four horsemen still remaining you're on the hit list. You're all, I go to all these arenas, you know, Bob. All I hear is dusty, 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 thousands of people. And then I hear, you're next, you're next. Well, Dusty Rhodes, you've made unsuccessful attempts all over this country to break my leg. But as you see, this 30-inch thigh doesn't break that easy. I'm not made that way, and I'm going to keep coming back. Because, Dusty Rhodes, when three of the four horsemen are after you, you're on borrowed time, Daddy, and rest assured by putting that boot back on, putting that ball-peen hammer back on your foot has only fueled the fire because eventually, eventually, Dusty Rhodes, you're going to be through, and I want to be responsible just like Ric Flair and Tully Blanchard is. We're coming to get you, Rhodes. You're next. World's television champion, Arnett. Whether you own or rent, GEICO makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. Go to GEICO.com today. When you would do promos like this in mid Atlantic, I know you're doing it on the, you can hear the crowd in the background. I assume there's just the backdrop, the cameraman. Of course you got a couple of lights set up. There's Bob Cottle holding the microphone for you. Um, what was the, the rest of the production? Like, is there a floor director? Uh, is there a director in the truck? Are you getting any sort of instructions whatsoever about the production aspect of this? Um, if I remember correctly, all it was, was the announce team at the podium, one camera shoot. And I don't even think there was a floor director, believe it or not. I think Jackie Crockett would count you down. And Jackie Crockett was running camera too, right? And he was shooting you. Yeah. He was running that fixed camera. It was a fixed camera shoot. And, uh, if there was going to be a fight breakout or something in that area, they would cheat another camera out there, like a roving, roving camera to help capture, capture the action. But it was, uh, I mean, it really was not as sophisticated, you know, certainly as things are now it was so one camera shoot. And, and I think that raw quality of, of hearing those background individual voices, you know, from the audience members, that was part of the thing that made it cool to me because I'm not watching what you're watching as we're doing this show. I'm listening along and I can kind of picture what's happening just from the noise yeah, and, and the reactions. And that's a good thing. Uh, I want to mention, uh, of course it's the weekend. So we know we get a TBS show. And once again, it's the three horsemen, as we call it, Arn Tully and JJ. And in case you're wondering, a lot of these shows, Rick was not on the show because he's out defending the world heavyweight championship for the NWA. So as he's making his way through the territories, we got the rest of the crew here together. Let's take a listen to March 22nd, 1986. 
number four seed in the Jim Crockett Senior Memorial Cup Tournament. Arn Anderson, World TV Champion, Tony Blanchard. question. National what would you champion. rather do for the rest of your life? Would you rather stand around and punch your fist against a wall, trying to toughen it up so maybe you can knock somebody out? Or would you like the job of getting a little polish and a nice soft rag and polishing this up because you're already a champion and you've already beat everybody? <laughs> You know, Tony Schiavone, I like the way you said number four seeds, although everybody knows that the world's television champion, Arn Anderson, and the national heavyweight champion, Tully Blanchard, should be the number one seed. But that's fine. We'll take four, just as long as we walk out number one at the end of the tournament in New Orleans. But, you know, the thing that I like most right now, Dusty Rhodes doesn't come out here on TV because he doesn't have nothing to talk about. He likes to talk about things in the past like that's going to mean something. Former world's television champion, former national heavyweight champion, and Dusty Rhodes, you are one of the great ones, yes, former world's heavyweight champion too, years ago, but Dusty Rhodes, you can't rest on your laurels. You're fighting a battle now and you want to go get Wahoo McDaniels, bring his big strap back. Well, that's fine. You bring the strap, you bring the bull rope, because this man right here and myself don't take step backwards for nobody. <laughs> you know, Tony Giovanni, Dusty Rhodes is a number one contender in the world for every major title, but he's not a champion of anything. So bring one. We'll see you next week on World Championship Wrestling. I love that where you say, you point out correctly that Dusty Rhodes is the number one contender for everything, but he's the champion of nothing. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I can't believe this is real, but we not only got a handicapper, but we got the best ever Wayne, give our listeners your background. And, uh, I know they call you the king of Vegas sports betting. That's quite a handle. It is. Hey, Conrad, how are you? It's, it's a great honor to be with you, to be on all these wrestling podcasts, been excited about this all week long. It's just great to be here. Uh, I think your audience is my audience. You know, my audience for 35 years has been macho testosterone driven guys who uh, who love football and hitting people and I UFC and wrestling and boxing <clears throat> so I think we got the right bullseye here I think we got the right audience to uh, to talk about sports gambling with so I'm very excited and, and my background is that I've been in this business 35 years I've been the king of Vegas gambling as the media calls me king of Vegas sports gambling and I've got the star on the Vegas Strip to prove it. How's that for an honor? And that's what I've been doing for 35 years on TV, on radio, now on the internet. Everywhere you look, you'll find Wayne Root talking sports gambling. It's been a great run. And what did Don King always say? Only in America. I'm the most <laughs> patriotic guy on the planet Earth. God, I love this country. You know, this couldn't happen in any other country in the world. A guy picks football winners and he winds up with a star on the Vegas Walk of Stars. Pretty amazing. And, and by the way, one other thing, if you're a little bit older, if you're younger, you probably don't even remember Jimmy the Greek. But if you're older, you remember Jimmy the Greek Snyder, who was the number one Vegas odds maker in the world on the CBS NFL pregame show for like 20 years with Brent Musburger and Phyllis George and Irv Cross. And I watched that show as a kid and I said, I want to be that guy, speaking of only in America. And the next thing you know, there's an article about me as the betting whiz kid and, uh, you know, the, the kid who could beat Jimmy the Greek. And it winds up in newspapers all over the United States of America. And fast forward about 10 years later, I'm Jimmy the Greek's partner on national TV. Him and I on CNBC did a show every week uh, going over the sports gambling picks. And I hit 77% best bet winners for two seasons. And that catapulted my career and the rest is history. Thank you, Jimmy the Greek. Rest in peace. He was my partner. So I, I got to ask, how are you so good at handicapping these games? I mean, four and oh, that's quite a streak already. Well, uh, you know, let's talk about 
Every pick I've given this year in the NFL, as an example, 23 and eight. Every pick I've given this year, four weeks in the bag, 23 and eight. There's nobody in the country that can match what I do, but I always make sure because anybody, Conrad, could make up anything. They could tell you and blow smoke and tell you, oh, I'm the greatest. But I am independently monitored and documented. So nobody could ever question what I say and go, I don't believe it. I send every pick to an independent monitoring and documentation service that has to get the pick before the game goes off and then publishes it after the game goes off. So anybody could see what I gave. And those picks for the year, every NFL pick so far, 23 and 8, uh, 4 and 0 with my games of the year. And then most importantly, primetime games. Everybody likes to bet Thursday night football, Sunday night football, and Monday night football. They like to put it all on the line on the game on national TV. And I'm 12 and 1 on those games, over 90% winners. I don't have the percent in front of me. I think it's like 93%, 94%. 12 and 1. So how's that? How about those for some numbers? 23 and 8. 12 and 1, 4 and 0, 36 years in this business. I've always been great at it, but this is the best start I've ever had. I've never been this good to start a season. You don't win every week, four weeks in a row, everything you put out. It's been the kind of year I've had. So get on a hot streak because when a guy's on a hot streak like me, you want to ride it. I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to VegasWinners.com right now. Let's win some money. And I, you know what I liked now that I didn't like that is them cutting me off. It was cool. It really was. It felt live and yep, real. It did. This guy's going to go off on a tangent. Some guy in the truck that had the power to do it goes, oh, God, he's going to go off on a tangent. Let's cut this shit off. Click. Well, and I'm glad they did because you had to make your evening show. You're going to scoot up to Philadelphia. More than 10,000 fans are there to see you and Dusty in a non-title match in a steel cage Texas death match. The next day, we're back down to Greenville. It's our TV taping. And believe it or not here, it's going to be recorded for Japanese television. Wahoo McDaniel and you are going to go to a double count out. Did you consider that a pretty cool honor? A to have a match on TV with Wahoo McDaniel, but Japan, I mean, at that point, had you even been to Japan in your career yet? Had not had not. That was uncharted waters and, and to be exposed to the Japanese audience. Yeah, it was an honor. You bet it was. It's so cool to think about, you know, people all over the world are seeing you in places you've never even been yet. Uh, the 23rd Columbia, South Carolina on top, very last, the main event, it's the bull of the woods, dusty Rhodes, and Arn Anderson for the TV title. Uh, the next day, the beat goes on the Cumberland County war Memorial in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Second from the top, it's you and Jimmy valiant. You know, when you compare and contrast the style of dusty Rhodes and Jimmy Valiant in the ring. It's a little similar, right? It's heavy on the entertainment and they both knew how to play that crowd like a fiddle, right? Yeah, absolutely. It was totally different styles. I would say boogie was hundred percent a showman. Yeah. hundred percent, uh, you know, Shakespeare, you know, dusty had that incredible charisma, but, but buddy, when he hits you in the top of the head with that elbow, Everybody got it. Yeah. You know, Boogie was doing the P spot and everybody that knows the P spot knows what I'm talking about. And, you know, shaking his butt around that ring and it was a night off, you know, and it was entertaining. It would let you up. And the fact that you could go and you being me 
from Dusty one night to Ronnie Garvin the next night to Boogie Woogie the next night and have three totally different matches, but entertain the audience to the fullest extent. That's what you uh, aspired to be as a top heel in the business in those days. I want to mention, uh, you're on the road the next day, also working with Jimmy Valiant this time in Rock Hill, South Carolina, 4,100 fans on hand. Dorton arena would see action on March 26th with you and Don Carnoodle. Uh, on the 27th, you're at the scope in Norfolk, Virginia. That's an interesting looking building from the outside. what do you think of, uh, as a performer working the scope as a building round, you don't see a lot of round buildings, but, uh, you know, it, it's funny. Uh, you would, you look at it from the inside, you go to the curtain and look and, uh, it's like there was not a bad seat in the house. Yeah. And you can't tell that from looking then the outside, but it was a great building for wrestling. And, uh, you know, the way it was constructed, a lot of metal in the building. There was a lot of, of noise reverberating off the walls. It, it was a loud building too. And the fact that we had a huge amount of servicemen, that's a huge Navy base in Norfolk. And brother, they would get about eight or 10 of them or five and six, seven of them. And there would be groups of sailors and they did not like the horsemen mm. in those days. Yep. It was one of those rare towns where you had a bunch of got military guys and they were dying to get in that ring or jump on you. If you, if you spilled out into the crowd. So it was a different dynamic. It was easy to work with guys like dusty and Magnum especially Magnum, who was from there. You're talking about have a home field advantage. He was from Norfolk. Well, unfortunately, Pez Watley didn't stand a chance that night. You, uh, picked up the win the next day, 10,000 fans are going to see you guys in Richmond, Virginia. You're third from the top. It's going to be dusty and Wahoo on one side, Tully and Arn on the other. What'd you think of that tag team dusty and Wahoo? <laughs> Ooh, I guess that was one ass whooping we were going to have to take. Yes, sir. And if I go back and probably could see a film of that match or run it through my head, the only offense we got probably was on our entrance. That's a good line. (laughs) Take it from there. Uh, on the 29th, boy, things really start to heat up. Um, before we play, yeah, we'll go ahead and do it. Dusty and baby doll are going to come out and say a few things. And then we're going to hear maybe a response from Arn Tully and JJ. Let's take a listen. As you've probably picked up by now, Arn was putting over a lot of people back in the day, uh, but not as often as we're putting over Geico. Ha ha. Gotcha. Go save some money at Geico.com. You'd be glad you did. Top stars of the world of wrestling are here on world championship wrestling. As we told you a little bit later on in the program, we're going to give you some information on the Jim Crockett Senior Memorial Cup. We're cooking today. Here they are, the American Dream Dusty Rhodes and Baby Doll. You know what? You're going to have to call somebody. I'm getting ready to pitch a fit is what I'm going to do out here today. I have seen more great wrestling today. David Crockett has to be at his best today commentating the great wrestling going on out here. Let me tell you another thing. I want to go on record right now in the USA Today newspaper. Somebody was talking about professional wrestling and talking about why, for instance, Dusty Rhodes is not in an NFL camp. 
Well, brother, I make more money per year than 95% of the quarterbacks in the National Football League. That's a good reason. I drive three Mercedes Benz. That's another good reason. I got a house in Los Angeles, California, one in Charlotte, North Carolina, and a fancy hotel apartment in New Orleans. I have thrilled women from show to show until God came along and settled me down. I have rode the wildest horses throughout this country to a standstill. I have looked the devil in the face on many occasions and spit in his eye. I have bit the head off of rattlesnakes and you telling me that Tully Blanchard, Ian Anderson and Ric Flair are gonna stand on the same ground that Dusty Rose the American Dream is, break my leg or whatever and get away with it. It ain't gonna happen. Steal my belts, it ain't gonna happen. You can have my silver studded saddle boy, but you can't have my soul today. You understand what I'm saying? You can tell a Texan, but you can't tell it much. So this thing I got in my hand right here, you see this? Right here, Wahoo McDaniel got an Indian strap. And Iron Anderson, tell that black judge, you get to know this thing real well, cause your noggin's gonna be shining when I put it on your head, you understand? And dog, you tell him like it's gonna be. You know, Arn Anderson, we told you you were next. And you know what? I have been outside the ring when you have begged for mercy because of what this man has done to you. Because you are next. And it doesn't matter what happens in New Orleans because we do have a title shot. Even though, Arn, we do you have you about a week ahead of time. And Dusty, you know, you said you were going to break his leg. Why didn't you just break his jaw so he can't come out here and mouth off anymore? Iron Anderson, baby doll, once your jaw broke, consider it done, mama. The American dream, Dusty Rhodes, baby doll. We have more action. Don't go away. You know, we've heard Arn say that uh, wearing a fedora back in the day was heat. Well, heat with me is not going to geico.com. What are you waiting for? You're throwing your money away and you can save when you bundle at geico.com. We're going to come back and we're going to listen to your promo with uh, the other two horsemen, but God, man, how great was, was dusty when he's talking about, you can tell a Texan, but not much, but just some of those little one-liners were great. And then he had the cowbell. That's great. Classic stuff, man. I will. Monday morning quarterback this one a little bit. Let's do it. Seeing what I I just heard, seeing what I heard, that's not a thing. Hearing what I just heard. If I was going to get the very, very most out of that, it was excellent. I would have had baby doll do her spill first. Dusty comes in and does that exact promo, which if anybody else would have done that promo, the audience would have turned on him. It's a pretty cocky promo, but it was so entertaining. And that's how I would have closed the show. I don't know if that was the last thing on the show. Oh no, we're coming back and we're going to hear you right here. Let's take a listen. Now this update on April 19th in the Superdome in New Orleans. As you know, the one-day tag team tournament for the Jim Crockett Senior Memorial Cup. 24 of the greatest tag teams in the world will be there. Also, as you know, Ric Flair defends the NWA World Heavyweight title. On that night, 
against the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Well, this news comes from Bill Watts and all of our friends at the Universal Wrestling Federation. That night, North American heavyweight title match, no disqualification as the champion Hacksaw Jim Duggan defends against Dick Slater. That event will be also during the night session as well that world heavyweight title match. And that night session starts at 7.30, of course. Afternoon session at 2.30 with all the greatest wrestlers in the world. And that's all part of the Jim Crockett Senior Memorial Cup Tag Team Tournament. Here's a team seated number four and certainly one of the favorites to win the $1 million purse. You know, Tony Schiavone, I was listening to Dusty Rhodes. No man alive can talk better about himself than Dusty Rhodes. My hat comes off to you, because you are, my friend, the baddest of the bad. You bite rattlesnakes, hands off, and all those things. But you know, Dusty Rhodes, I'm the man that put you down. One, two, three. So what does that make me? That makes me better than the baddest. So Dusty Rhodes, you think about that. Every night you go to sleep, and every morning, every time you look at your kids, you think about that, because I'm better than you, and I'm better than you will ever think about being. Let me tell you something. I'm going to sit back here today and listen to a lot of things being said. Pez Wiley's got something to say that I want to listen to. But when I got to sit back here and listen to Baby Doll come out here giving people orders, it's enough to make me sick to my stomach. Now, she's not at home with her cabbage doll collection and Sam Houston and Jimmy Vaillant and some of Dusty's cronies sitting around her saying, Sammy, put this dress on this cabbage patch doll and do this to that one and change that diaper. Hey, this is not a tackling dummy at practice. We're into the real thing. We're into what's happening. And when you talk about the world television champion, baby doll, and you tell the American dream you want him to bust his jaw, this man is going to feed back to you, Mr. American Dream, everything you want to give him and a whole lot more. Tony Giovanni, no woman alive threatens me where I come from. Women either make dinner or make babies. You understand, baby doll? So don't come out here, Dusty Rhodes. Take your skirt off, put your pants back on. If that's your situation, you run it. You understand? But the issue at hand, bull rope and strap matches. You want to tie us up? You and the big chief, fine, tie us up. We're going to show you what endurance is all about. And Pez Wiley, since you finally become a man, since you've turned into a man, maybe you'll have the distinct pleasure way on down the road of having a cocktail with a full horseman. Because trust me, this is what's happening along with our cousin, the world heavyweight champion, Rick Flair. Dusty Rhodes, make no mistake. When you're on the hit list of the three horsemen, eventually you're going to be back in a cast, period. Two of the four horsemen are Anderson, Tully Blanchard, and, of course, Gene. You're going to be back in a cast, period. I think that pretty mm. well says it right there. I still put Dusty's promo on last. Yeah. But you I'm, know, you notice what Tully did, which was out of character. He put him over that promo about taming the wild horses and all that. You go back and listen to that. That was all over the place in a good way. Yeah. It was the greatest, uh, put over of yourself that I've heard lately. And, uh, it just felt good. It was dusty on a roll. There was nobody better make no mistake. And those, you know, maybe ever, but when he got on a roll and talking about himself, nobody was better, buddy. He covered everything you could ever imagine. And Coming from him, that's why they adored him. It was just pure entertainment. And by the way, it's all going somewhere. That night, uh, you're going to hit up the Greensboro Coliseum. 12,339 fans are going to see Dusty Rhodes with Baby Doll, team with Wahoo McDaniel, 
to take on the national heavyweight champion, Tully Blanchard and the television champion, Arn Anderson in a no DQ, no time limit, leather strap, Texas bull rope match. McDaniel's going to pin Anderson in six minutes and 36 seconds following a standing elbow from Rhodes. And then after the match, JJ interfered, which allowed McDaniel to be double teamed until Rhodes cleared the ring with the bull rope. And, uh, man, you're doing big stuff the next night. Very similar fashion at the Omni. Not nearly as many fans though. 5,300 it's dusty and Wahoo taking on Arn and Tully in a chain strap match. What do you prefer a chain strap match or a leather strap slash Texas bull rope match to me, as someone who's never even been inside a wrestling ring, I want no part of the chain. What say you? I'll tell you what say me. There needs to be a third option. And how about the night off? Yeah, I would like that. I would like that. Because no good can come from being in either one of those matches. Totally agree. You know, you can slip up and, and have that chain, you know, whip wrong or, or have its own mind and bend wrong or whatever. And all it takes is to get hit in the top of the head with that thing. And you are laced wide open that strap of Wahoo's man. He would hit you across the chest or hit you across the back and, uh, make you bleed. Uh, that was their specialty. Like dusty was a bull rope. Wahoo was the Indian strap match. And pretty much 99.9% of the time, if you crawled in the ring with them in their match, you were going to take the brunt of it. And, uh, the audience knew that as well. So it was payday for the audience and just about a hundred percent of the time, I, I prefer to have a wrestling match. Well, and we prefer to have another episode next week. And I think we will, uh, we're going to be back talking all things, April, 1986, by the way, if you want to hear these shows early and ad free, come join us over at adfreeshows.com. We've got a special piece of bonus content every single month, just for you, because you listen here to the yarn show, but you'll also enjoy interactive zooms and bonus content from everyone else that we do shows with. Uh, but you never know who's going to do these zooms. We've had Jonathan coachman on and thunder Rosa and man, everybody in between, uh, the best way to advertise on the show. Well, that's easy. It's advertised with conrad.com. If you want us to talk about your product or service, and we also want to recommend that you check out arnshirts.com. That's a R N shirts.com. Uh, you can pick up all of the new hot shirts Arn. you become a big merch seller all of a sudden. Um, you think we're ever going to see you bring a Smith and Wesson out on one of these old episodes of Jim Crockett promotions, television. Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. But I tell you this, there is a new attitude coming from a place long ago. Those that remember, you can hear some stuff like on these promos, you know, that was a everyday occurrence of towing the line, you know, on promos back then, but it wasn't, there wasn't such an emphasis on, oh, you can't say that. Oh my God, you've, you've crossed the line. Uh, but the old Arn Anderson's back. If only for a brief time, uh, attitudes are going to change around me and, uh, it's my way or the highway and, uh, the t-shirts reflect it. Check it out. Orangeshirts.com. And of course, don't forget, you can see our YouTube channel. It's perhaps the best way. 
to find everything that we're doing in small clips where you can share with a friend. Uh, it's over on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can find all of that at arnshowonyoutube.com. That's arnshowonyoutube.com. Until next week, he is at the Arn Show. I am at Hey Hey, it's Conrad, and we are out of time. We'll see you back right here on Arn. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra five to ten. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.